Here he is. Hey. He's decided to join us again. Thanks for gracing us with your presence. Good work, James. <laughs> Doing your job and stuff. I don't know. Do you have another job besides this podcast? Uh, yeah. My friend is a photographer. Oh, really? No. Oh. Not really. Okay. Yeah, cool. All right. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, we are. (laughs) He's taken to doing this, so I just don't say anything. I like it. Oh, come on. Before I drop another F bomb. (laughs) Yeah, before I drop another. (laughs) No, I didn't do it. Welcome to How Did It Come To This, where history makes the news. As always, I'm here with my esteemed colleague and friend, Siobhan Doherty. Hi. And of course, working his magic and telling us we're wrong is our producer, James. Hey. Hi, James. <laughs> Your last one was better. <laughs> <laughs> this week on How Did It Come To This, an untimely death at a crucial moment has led many people to question systems of democracy in the world's biggest democracy. The Supreme Court of the United States has a special place in the order and political apparatus of America. It is the third branch of the government holding an equal footing with the legislative and executive. The justices of the court hold sway and influence and serve as the only branch that are not elected. So join us as we ask, what can this body actually do? Why is a court a political tool? Ruth Bader Ginsburg's death, Trump's hurry to name a new nominee, and ultimately, how did it come to this? I'm very excited about this episode. Yeah, so um, first of all, it's really sad news um, to hear about um, Ginsburg's death Mm. the other night. Um, And... um, I think uh, there was it was equal parts like I I, I, want, I wondered a lot about like um, what what is this going to mean? I think a mm. lot of people, other people did too. Like yeah. it was kind of one of those moments where you're like, oh crap! Yeah, just like like uh, I hate it when people go on about 2020, <laughs> but I'm yeah. gonna do it. Like, could it really get any worse? Like. It's um, just keeps serving up like blow after blow. And um, this seems to be a really significant one and one that we won't really understand the ramifications of for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, At least until he names his replacement and yeah. and then we might start to get an idea. But, yeah. Yeah. So um, I thought I would start with the news. Mm-hmm. Um so this is from, from NPR um, in America. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, champion of gender equality, dies at 87. Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the Jamua firebrand who in her 80s became a legal, cultural and feminist icon, died Friday. Supreme Court announced her death saying the cause was complications from metastatic cancer of the pancreas. The court in a statement said Ginsburg died at a home in Washington, D.C., surrounded by family. She was 87. Hmm. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. Um, and I think, um, 
Funny too, because uh, in in the set, funny in the set, not haha funny. Mm-hmm. Funny in the sense of um, how much this uh, kind of uh, like impacted in Australia as well. Like, yeah, I, like it I've was, seen a lot it of people was big news, and people yeah. are really sad. Um, it's, uh, I guess she, it, it's her sort of cult status that I think sort of started um, quite like recently in the last mm. few years mm-hmm. as like notorious RBG and, sure. um, has sort of led to her being quite well known. Yep. I think um, one of the things that I thought about myself was she's probably the only justice of the Supreme Court that I knew by name. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um <laughs> Which is interesting um, yeah. because she's not the chief justice either. I could no. not, I could not, until you this week, yeah. I could not tell you who the chief justice I of the Supreme Court was. I can't tell you because I spent all of my research on her. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I can't name an Australian justice of the High Court. So, no, I wouldn't have any clue no. about yeah. our justices. Okay. I'm glad you said that. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Um, and in fact, um, I did research on the High Court of Australia too yeah. this week. So, well, I, you know, I asked around, got got some fun facts. Nice. But um, <laughs> until you give me my own music, I'm going to keep singing it. Sure. Um, All right. I'll, I'll, I'll see if there's room in the budget next time. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, you know, I've got some some of those to give you too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So this week's structure might be a little bit different. Yes. Um, because I think what, what we're going to do is we're going to jump back in time twice okay. this week. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Um, That'll be fun. So our first our first jump back in time is going to be a look at um, Ruth Bader Ruth, Ginsburg. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to talk about Ruth, the person. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, you will talk about And the, I'm going to talk about the Supreme Court. Yeah. Because, um, because I'm interested in that. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm a nerd. And I I am too. <laughs> um, so to jump back in time to look at Ruth Bader Ruth Ginsburg's Ginsburg. life, let's, let's allow our interlude to take us there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was lovely. Magical. Okay. So... Uh, firstly, Ruth, not her first name. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any uh, any idea? Well, she's Jewish, right? Yeah. Uh, not, not a typically not a, Jewish name, Not a typical name, Jewish name. No, oh, okay. No. Mm. Joan. Joan. Joan oh. Ruth Bader, born okay. the 15th of March, uh, 1933, uh, to immigrant parents. Um, so she was a first-generation American on her father's side. Yep. He came from Odessa and second-generation on her mother's side and her mother's family came from Poland. Right. Yeah. Uh, she did have an older sister um, who died when she was 14 months old. Mm-hmm. So she was an only child for most of her life. Yeah. Um, her parents had really high expectations of her. Sure. Um, yeah. So she, she said she had like, you know, a very loving family, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, strict and, and high expectations. So she, she was pushed, um, which is probably a good thing given yeah, what yeah. she achieved. <laughs> um, so personality wise, very quiet mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. serious. Um, Yeah. So um, the thing I love about her story, um, there are so many things I love about her story, but one of the things I really love is her um, relationship with her husband, Marty. Mm -hmm. Do you know much about about them? Yeah. So um, they met in law school. um, Oh, did they? Yeah, no, I think they did. Uh, and married um, in 1954 and he was like her polar opposite in terms right. of personality. So yeah. he was like this really like big, larger than life, funny guy. And she was this this tiny, quiet, 
very, very serious person. So like just really, really very sweet. And um, like everything you sort of read about their relationship is that he just adored her. Um, And, you know, for the first little part of their marriage, she was the one sort of at home looking after children and things. But then as her career took off, Mm -hmm. he was so supportive of her and, and happy to play second fiddle. Um, which at the time was kind of would have, would have been pretty rare, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah really lovely. Um, so uh, Ruth went to Harvard Law School yep. and um, her achievements there were incredible. Um, so she was, uh, you know, doing law. Uh, she had a two-year-old daughter at the time. So that was Jane. Wow, that's Jane. full on. And Marty had cancer. Oh, wow. So uh, in cancer in the 50s wasn't, I mean, it's, yeah, that's it's not great not now. Not any time, but, but yeah. yeah um, but it was just radiation. There wasn't cancer. So he, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. he was very, very sick. Just and so sick. She, yeah. she was actually, he was doing law school as well. So she wow. was doing his notes as well as hers oh. with a two-year-old. Um, and yeah, just absolutely incredible. Um, and But people said that, you know, that's, where, I mean, she obviously always had a very intense work, work ethic, mm, but mm. that is where, um, yeah. you know, she really learned to just give it her all. So sure. like surviving on like two hours sleep yep, yep. for a very long time. Um, incredibly, she got into the Harvard Law Review. Okay. So that that's, that's only, that's the top 25% of students. Top 25%. Yeah. Okay. She was, she was one of nine women in a class of about 500 yeah. men yep. um, at the time. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. That's impressive. So impressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but do you think anyone would hire her? Probably not. No. So she graduated in 1959. Mm. Yeah. No one would hire her. Sure. Um, so they were in New York um, and like even had, you know, her male um, peers saying to their employers that this woman is incredible and, and you need to hire her. And, and no, no. So she went into academia. Sure. Um, so in 1963, um, as a professor at Ruck, Rutgers, Rutgers, Rutgers University, yes, yeah, yep, yep. Law school. She was told that she would be paid less than her male colleagues because she had a husband with a well-paying job. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Marty, he he survived and he graduated law school. He became quite a prominent um, tax lawyer. Okay. So yeah, he was he was very successful um, as well. But he was he was a tax lawyer. Sure. Yeah, so that's what she was told. Um, and she, so she did sort of start to work her way into the field. Um, and eventually, so she brought six cases to the Supreme Court okay. in the course of her um, career as a lawyer. Um, she won five of them. Wow. Yeah. The first one was Frontiero versus Richardson, uh, which was a woman in the armed forces, I forget which branch. Um, and she was told that she wouldn't get a housing benefit, um, that all of the males sort of got. And, um, she was, she just assumed it was a mistake. And so like, you know, right. tried to right. get that mistake yeah, yeah, rectified yeah. and then was told, no, 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 it's cause you're it's a woman. You're a woman. <laughs> so that was the first one, um, which she won. The second one is one that I find really interesting. So it's the case of, uh, Weinberger versus Weissenfeld oh, yeah. or Weinberger versus Weissenfeld. Yeah, that's really yeah, hard sure. to say. Yeah. So hard to say. <laughs> uh, so that's in 1975, and and that was actually a man. So he his wife died giving birth to their son. Okay. 
Um, and so he became the sole carer and he wasn't able to access social security because oh. it was strictly for the mother. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. like, I mean, Ruth is, oh, sorry, Justice Ginsburg is uh, remembered as being this, um, you know, firebrand, as you said, yeah. uh, for women yeah. and equality, but yeah, for men too. For men too. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. really, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really sort of liked that about her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she was very, very successful as a lawyer. Um, we can fast forward to 1980. Um, so, sorry, a lot of her work in the 70s was all about, she was um, the women's liberation. So sure. it wasn't just equality in terms of uh, workplace um, and payment. It was also, she was strongly believed in uh, women's rights uh, to access abortions yep, and yep. reproductive rights and yep. all, all of that. Um, in 1980, she was nominated by Jimmy Carter to be a justice in the DC circuit. Yes. Okay. So this made me realize I actually don't know a lot about Jimmy Carter as a president. Yeah. He's a, yeah. Yeah. Like, why is uh, that? Uh, he doesn't do much. Right. Uh, okay. He's kind of, he's, he's often considered like a placeholder president. Like okay. in ter- just in terms of like, he doesn't. There's no like major things that one, happened under him. One memory, okay, that I think I have of him is I think The Simpsons. Is he kind of mocked in The Simpsons a little Ooh, bit? Or Jimmy Carter like, in The Simpsons. I think he, is, he does have a, he does have a joke or two in there, but he I can't seems remember a bit kind of, of like head. lame and pathetic. Like, or like I think it was the, the George H. W. Bush episode, but it's not he's not in that one. Um, <laughs> then, yeah. Why don't you fact check me on that, James? Because <laughs> that's that's sort of when I was trying to think about what I do know about him. Yeah, that Carter is not that came to mind. He's um, not well known for anything yeah. major. But you know what I loved? So I, I got a, I got a lot of this information from a um, documentary that I watched that um, is on iView currently. Um, and he sort of looked around at all of the justices, and he's like, "You all look like me. <laughs> like you are white, Just old white men, old men. Yeah. Yes." Yeah. And so he nominated. Um, Ruth at Ginsburg and also um, uh, another justice, Hispanic justice. Okay. So President Carter appears as a statue after the statue is first revealed. The crowd calls him history's greatest monster and riots at the bad use of taxpayers' money. Upon Marge's return, they alter the statue to poorly resemble him. Uh, her. Oh, her. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So yeah. I'm not wrong. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so yeah, that's, that's when she sort of begins her career as a judge. Okay. Yeah. Um, then it is 1993. So she's, she does that for, um, I'm skipping a lot obviously, yeah, sure. but you know, um, in 1993, she is uh, nominated by Clinton to be um, to serve on the Supreme Court, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and Marty was apparently really instrumental in making that happen because okay. uh, Ruth was not the p- p- person to tutor and horn or sure. self promote or anything like that. So he was the one who like got out there, rang people, used all okay. his contacts in the legal profession, yeah. um, just like saying her praises, um, and yep. and um, it was a meeting that she had with Bill Clinton and Bill Clinton said like, you know, it was within 15 minutes he'd decided because she wasn't his first pick. I think Um, there was another guy. I can't remember his name, Um, but he didn't want it. Yep. Yep. Um, And so he actually sort of interviewed a few people, but yeah, within 15 minutes of speaking with Ruth, he had decided. And then 
This is something that I don't know a lot about, but it's like the hearings to have them confirmed. Yes. And um, I'm sure you'll talk about yeah, that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Um, so, yeah, she was confirmed 96 to 3. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So, like, uh, there's like Clinton is like, you know, it maybe wasn't as bipartisan a time as it is now. He's like, but it was still bipartisan. So that was a yeah. huge, yep. huge um, vote. That's, over, that's overwhelming. Overwhelming. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So she wasn't the first woman to serve. She's the second. The first was Sandra Day O'Connor. Um, but she's the first Jewish woman okay. to serve. Um, and she also wasn't the most liberal in 1993. She was kind of like, she was a little bit left, um, of center, but yeah, was not the most liberal. Um, and that, cause that came later. Um, so her current sort of depiction as the dissenter, yeah. Has happened since 2000 when yeah. uh, President Bush nominated. Yeah, his so two- we've because we've got at the minute. Yeah, like before her death. Yeah, the the court is uh, majority conservative mm. appointed judges. Yes, um, five to four. Mm. I think that's right. Yeah, because um, there's nine justices. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I can see how that would be like you know. As, as it becomes, yeah. you know, as your colleagues die off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, or retire, as I'll yeah. talk about. Yes. Um, but, the, uh, you know. She's moved further left. Well, and she's because- she's also, yeah, so she's defending things that she sees. Yeah. Uh, like that needs to be defended yeah. on a court of conservative judges, I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah, so it became the great dissenter to combat a conservative bench from about 2000. Um, she had two bouts of cancer. Um, I think this, yeah, like wow. this one is the second one. Yep. She did not miss a day on the bench. Wow. So Sarah Day O'Connor was actually the one who was – uh, encouraged her to have chemo on a Friday okay. so that she'd get over it on the weekend, on the weekend. and be back on Monday. On Monday, wow. Yeah. So oh, quite, what a workhorse. Quite, quite incredible. It's yeah. crazy. Um, so my fun facts mm. relating to uh, Ruth. <laughs> James is laughing. Uh, what do you know about the collars? Well, she wears one. Yep. That's all is I that, know. Is that That's it? That's about okay. it. What do you all got? Right. What do you got for So the reason uh, Sarah Day O'Connor wore them as well is because the robes that they wear were designed for men. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not done yet. Um, she. <laughs> so the, it was designed to expose the collar and the tie. Um, and so they decided to, um, you know, come up with something that was suitably feminine. Sure. Mm. So uh, she has heaps um, and the favourite one is like the white lace Lacey one, one that, yeah, that we, that's can, the iconic we can all picture. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's her favourite one that she uh, – it's crocheted uh, yeah. and she acquired it in Cape Town. It was sleek and simple, uh, made appearances to a number of events, including Barack Obama's State of the Union in 2012 and her 20th anniversary on the bench in 2013. She had another one uh, that she wore when she was announcing majority opinions. That was a yellow crochet with gold um, applique. um, And it was uh, given to her by her law clerks. So it um, was fun and colourful, you know, so majority opinion, fun and colourful. I'm I'm on the winning team. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. But also (laughs) sentimental. And then she had one that she wore when she was expressing dissenting opinions. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a black bib necklace with rhinestones by Banana Republic. Um, the dark colours and punk inspired design stood out from her collection of predominantly white lace jabots. Uh, it looks fitting for dissent. Wow. Told. 
Yeah. Yeah. So that was from Harper's Bazaar. Thank you, Harper's. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. that is that is a, a very brief rundown of yeah, yeah yeah wow that yeah. fascinating stuff yeah, there yeah. yeah thanks thanks for doing that research no worries at all now <laughs> I'm gonna learn some stuff about the Supreme Court oh well <laughs> to do that we're going to we're, we're going way back in time okay. now oh. <laughs> awesome <laughs> yeah so uh, to to find out about the Supreme Court of the United States and its origins and how we got to the point we're at now we've got to go all the way back to 1789. And so to do that, uh, take us away, Wayne and Garth. Um, so um, I'm I'm fascinated by things like um, Supreme Courts and mm-hmm. and legal challenges to things like constitutions and mm-hmm. like who has who holds the power and was yep. you know where's all that coming from? In fact, in a future episode, I really hope that we will talk about Australia's own constitutional crisis because okay. yeah, um, I oh think yeah, that's, that's yeah. a fascinating episode, and we both. We both secretly love golf. Not even secretly. Uh, okay. I don't, I don't try to hide it. It's pretty outright. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because we all know that it's time, don't we? We do. Yeah. Um, so um, <laughs> we will find any and all excuses yeah, to, talk to about play that song golf. and talk about yeah. golf. Yeah. So uh, look, um, I do. I do love. I love all this stuff. I, mm-hmm. I find it fascinating. Yeah. Um, so when I was researching this, um, there, there's, there's so there's so <laughs> much that we could talk about, um, but I'm not going to. So uh, let's let's just let's this is get not going to be a, a lot of. We don't want to. No, we don't want to be. It's not going to go no. for five hours. No, we've only got okay. like ten minutes left. So here we go. Sorry. Right. Oh, I took so much time with Ruth. <laughs> it's all right. Okay, we can go for a little bit longer. So of course it is the Supreme court is the highest court in uh, the federal judiciary of the Mm -hmm. United States. So it's, it's the the top one, the biggest one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so originally um, there was this, there was a big debate when the, when the, the, uh, the founders got together, uh, the framers of the constitution, they were like, you know, what are we going to do? We need to have, we want this system to be, um, we want it to be different to other places yep. in the world, but it's got to be robust enough to withstand any challenges. Yep. Uh, and so, you know, they, they put in all these kind of checks and balances. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a system of um, checks and balances that give powers to the places where it's needed yep. and powers to the places where they can rein it in sure. as well. Yeah. Right. Yep. So um, like I said before, in the intro is there's there's three branches of government Mm -hmm. in the United States. So there's the executive, which is the president and his administration. Yeah. There's the legislative, which is the house of representatives and the Senate. Yep. And then there is the judiciary, which is the Supreme court. Um, and so from what I could, from what I could tell, it seems like there was kind of a bit of controversy within the framers, uh, about whether there should be one Supreme court, Mm-hmm. Um, of the United States and whether it should hold what is called judicial review. Mm-hmm. So now I'm not a lawyer. <laughs> or an economist. Or an economist. But <laughs> what are you? <laughs> I'm a history teacher, Siobhan. I'm just a lowly history teacher. <laughs> I've got a Bachelor of Arts. Um, so uh, judicial review is the idea that um, a court will be able to look at issues that are of – um, constitutional mm-hmm. or, or legal um, variance, I guess. So, okay. so the idea that um, you know that there's a there's a problem with this law. Yeah. 
Interpret like interpretation. interpretation. Yeah. And so you can take it to this highest court of the land mm-hmm. for judicial review to actually yep. look at it and say, well, no, you know what? And it means decide. this and this yeah. this is what it means, okay. right? Yeah. Uh, and also judicial review can mean, you know what? This law actually contradicts mm-hmm. the constitution. Mm-hmm. And so you can't have this law anymore. Right. Right. It's gone. It, yeah. So yeah. they, you know. They have that right. They, to, they, can, yeah. they can say those types of things. Sure. Um, so, but- that that right was not given to them in the initial instance. They did not have judicial review okay. as the Supreme Court. All right. Okay. Yeah. That only happens when Justice Marshall takes control um, of the Supreme Court. Thurgood. Um. So. Yeah, that's like yeah, Thurgood Marshall. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yes. Uh, so Marshall is um, he takes over the court in eighteen oh one. Oh, okay. Sorry, not Thurgood Marshall. No, not th- sorry. no. Sorry, yeah, sorry. 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 My bad. Yeah, no, that no, is my I, was bad. Like- I was I was just agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> no, question me. Whoops. Um, so Marshall okay. takes control sorry, in eighteen oh one. He yeah. he establishes um, judicial review. Okay. Um, over acts of Congress um, during a case uh, Marbury versus Madison. Okay. Um, which happens, uh, and it it establishes the idea that um, the, the the court has the ability, right, um, to make review over so they the Constitution. Basically, gave themselves that right. They essentially <laughs> give themselves that right, and no one kind of said otherwise. Yeah, they, yeah. The, the, con- the Congress essentially go okay, right, okay, um, yeah. and they they do it. Also, it, like from what I could tell, most of the congressmen at the time kind of felt like, well, you know what. That's kind of what they're there yeah. for. We, we yeah. feel like that is kind of what they're there for. So yeah. we'll let them have it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but that's going to come back later. Yo, I'm sure it will. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that, that, um, that, that idea of judicial review comes in from, from Marshall. Um, and so since that time, um, things come before the review of the, of the Supreme court, okay. um, on constitutional matters, yeah. uh, and, and generally, um, states and the federal government listen to the Supreme court when they make rulings on those matters. Okay. Um, so the, the big thing about the Supreme court too, is that they are not elected. Like I said, in the, yeah. in the intro, they're not elected, they're appointed. So, uh, the president, uh, makes a recommendation. Um, so the president will go and look for judges he thinks are, uh, worth putting on, yep. uh, on the court. Um, and so, but that only happens if a judge dies or retires. Yeah. So it is a life term. Once you've yeah. made a, a once, justice, once you're in, you're in. you have a life term. You yeah. can you can serve until you're dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. There is debate amongst the justices about well, should I, mean, I should I retire, crazy. should I not retire? Um, when is a good time to retire? Yeah. If I retire too early, like, yeah. and then well, I- that was, that was one question that was put to Ruth yep. about whether she regrets not retiring yep. while Obama was in power sure. because he would have, you know- Appointed, appointed someone. Appointed someone maybe like-minded. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so there, there's, there's always- to think about, yeah. There's always questions about whether they should retire or not. Sometimes, oftentimes, yeah. retiring judges are politically motivated. Sure. Well, I mean, I would do it if- I would retire if I was getting to that age and there was a president who would sure. make a good decision. Sure. I'd be like, yeah, time to bow out. Sure. <laughs> uh, and so, um, so yeah, so the president will make a recommendation and then the Senate will yes. confirm them. Okay. Okay, so the Senate then holds a hearing. So this is where the hearings the hearing come into come it. In. Yeah. So the Senate has a judicial committee. Yes. And the judicial committee will review the judge. They'll ask them questions. So the, yeah. the judge has to front up 
yeah. to the Senate, yes. face like a panel of senators mm-hmm. who will then ask questions of the of the justice about decisions they've made in the past and, you know, you, you know, do you lean too far this way, too far that way? Like what, yeah. you know, if this matter came up, what would you do? That kind of, yeah. all the, all the Basically tough. Basically a, a big it's job It's a big interview. job interview <laughs> that can last for days, yeah. weeks, okay. you know. Um, um, what, what's the balance of power in the Senate at the moment? At the minute, the Senate is Republican, Republican controlled, I believe yeah. 50, 54 to 46. Okay. It's, it's, they've, they've got a majority. Yeah. They've got okay. a, pro- they've got a proper majority. Sure. Uh, if I, if I remember correctly, um, for confirmation, you only need a simple majority. Okay. So the, the, to, if, if they want to stop Trump from, getting mm. a, a justice appointed, yeah. they need four senators, four to, Republican senators to, to turn. turn. I think that's not beyond the realms of possibility. It's not, except moment. that the ones that would do it and who have said they would do it in the past are not going to, they've said they're not going to do it, okay. which is sad, but we'll see. We'll, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know yet. Yeah. We don't know. Um, yeah. But anyway, okay. um, was I right, James? 54 to 46? 53 to 45 and two independents. Oh, I was close. Was close. You can never count on those independents. You so. can't. Good That's job. True. All I right. So, um, yeah, so the, the court yeah, uh, justices are appointed. Currently there are nine justices, yep. but that has changed. Has it? Over, okay. Over time. Oh. Um, they, they have appointed more than um, what there were in the beginning. Uh, if I remember correctly, I think there were five justices in the beginning or now I'm – Okay. Fact check me on that, James. I think there were five justices. Okay. Um, but that that increases um, by congressional appointment, so congr- Congress can okay um, can, can say, hey, let's ma- let's put some more judges on the bench. Okay, could they decide to make it less? Uh, I don't know if they could decide to make it. Le- maybe that would be maybe. interesting. Yeah, yeah. possibly. Um, one of the things that's been floated is if um, if Biden wins, yes, um, and they do appoint the Republicans do appoint someone now, yeah, could they just add another seat? On the bench. Does it have to be an odd number? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I think it probably does. Surely so it has to be an odd number. It be, yeah. yeah, it probably would have to be an odd number. Deadlocked. Yeah. yeah. Um, but some. Yeah. So Add another two. Why poten- not? Potentially. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so oh, there we go. The Judiciary Act of 1789 set the number at six. A Chief Justice okay. and five Associate Justices. Hi. There you go. There you go. So maybe not odd number. Maybe you don't. Because uh, the Chief Justice is normally the decider. The decider. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, uh, just to to jump to, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to what the Supreme Court has has done. Some sure, important yeah. important rulings, right? Yeah. So, um, obviously, we talked about Marbury versus Madison, which set up the judicial review thing, uh, and then in 1819 we had McCulloch versus Maryland, um, which set up the implied powers of the Supreme Court to be the Supreme Court and have jurisdiction over states. So Maryland Ooh. were challenging whether the states federal government rights. Do, yeah, states' rights. I've got rights. Uh, and so yeah. um, the Supreme Court, uh, obviously I'm also, I'm leaving out a lot of obviously. influential yeah. no, <laughs> um, decisions here, but we can't talk I, about them all. I'm, I'm going to, so I'm going to bring up some, a couple of, of interesting ones. So um, I'm going to jump from 1819, we're jumping uh, through to 1896, which um, you should be able to tell me about this one 
Mrs. Doherty. Should I? <laughs> yeah, this is Plessy versus Ferguson. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, so which sets up segregation. S- yeah, separate yeah. but equal. Yes. Um, yeah. Is is Plessy versus Ferguson? So yeah. the, the idea that uh, African Americans yes. are separate but equal. but equal. So I think the ruling with that was that yes, you can have separate uh, facilities, but you do have to have alternate facilities for Black Americans. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, which also then you know, we jump to 1954 with Brown versus the Board, Board of, of Education. Education which, Topeka. Um, uh, which uh, stops segregation in schools. In schools, yeah. Um, that one is an interesting one because mm. this is when yeah, the right, idea we, yeah. that, um, that the Supreme Court has this constitutional power over whether something is constitutional, mm-hmm. the state said no. So some of the states, some of the southern states were like, well, no. Yeah. We don't have to listen to you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because And because the court was the one that gave itself the power, T- technically they were right. Yeah. Uh, um, so now it's like the federal government's sort of obligation to enforce what the Supreme Court says. Well, so that's, well, yeah, that's that's the implication. Yeah. And this is, the, I found this a lot lately looking into American, the American system mm. is that there are, there are these implied rules yeah. that we don't actually know the answer to. Wow. So things Very things like so when yeah. Trump was impeached, yes. this is a bit of a sidetrack. But when Trump yeah. was impeached, there was this whole thing about like if if the president commits a criminal act, yep. can he be subject to trial while he's still president. while he's still president? I thought they couldn't. Well, we don't know. We don't there's know. no. There's no. There's no, there's no like. There's no. No law. There's no like. <laughs> Someone should write a law for that. <laughs> because like, I mean, yeah. And so there's these questions about like, well, it's kind of implied, but we don't know. Yeah. It's never been tested. Yeah. Like, um, you know, and if it was going to be tested, sometimes you get things like, well, Nixon just resigns. So we never yeah, found so out if didn't. it was tested in a court, whether it would be yeah the case. Yeah. So there's all these like kind of implications. Maybe Trump things, will be our test case. Yeah. Where things are like kept in balance because everyone just agrees that, well, that's the way it's been done. So, okay. We'll just keep it. But that there's way. no, there's yeah. no laws about these things. There's yeah. no, there's nothing in the constitution that says about these things. So, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting. So, um, okay. yeah, Brown versus board of education, eventually it is upheld mm. and the States do have to listen to it. Yeah. Um, that's because presidents took the steps. Presidents to take the steps it. to enforce yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, and then in 1963, Gideon versus Wainwright, uh, we have the right to an attorney. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is an interesting one. Yeah. And then l- l- tell me if you can tell, see if you can All tell right. me what right. this Hang one on. is about. Miranda v. Arizona in 1966. 66? Yep. Conscription? No. It's in the name, James. Miranda v. Arizona. Miranda rights. Have you oh. heard of your Miranda rights? I've heard of the term. We, in Australia, we don't technically have Miranda rights. Yeah, I've heard but in the America, term. they have Miranda rights because it comes from this decision, okay. which is uh, essentially the rights that you have when you are detained by police. Oh, Okay, that's the name for it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So, you know. Thanks, Supreme Court. Yeah, so when, when you, you the read right your to rights. You have silent. You have the right to. That's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that is. I've seen Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then there was the New York Times Company versus the United States in 1971, which is about freedom of the press. Yep. Uh, there was Roe v. Wade, which is a big one, which was the abortion yeah. um, decision in 1973 yeah. um, that sets up that women are allowed to have abortions in the United States. Um, there's the United States versus Nixon yeah. in 1974. Do you know what that one was about? Watergate. Well, no. yeah, it was about Watergate, but it wasn't about Watergate itself. Do you, okay. know, do you know what they were looking to do? No. They they wanted to, so they wanted to subpoena 
the tapes that Nixon made, the recordings that Nixon made of himself. Okay. Incriminating himself, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Uh, and it was about whether or not he needed to hand over the tapes. Okay. So he was subpoenaed by the Congress. Yeah. Give us the tapes. Yeah. Um, and it was whether, so does the president have the power to say no? Okay. Uh, um, he Supreme, resigned. Supreme, well, no, Supreme Court said yes, he had to hand over the tapes. Oh, and, and, that's and technically Nixon didn't have to because, again, they don't have the power to do that <laughs> as the Supreme Court. Um, I'm questioning everything I thought I yeah, knew. Yeah, but he complied because okay. it looked better well, for course. him to comply. Yeah. Um, okay. Although technically, uh, from what I read, technically um, he didn't have to. Have to. Uh, he didn't have to abide by the court's decision right. there. Um which again, that would have been definitely a test case then if yeah. the president had that power or not. Yeah. Uh, so we had that. Then uh, in the year 2000, there's Bush v. Gore. Well, yeah, that was the election. was the election. Yeah. So uh, there was, uh, you know, uh, controversy over whether Bush actually won the election. Should there be a recount in Florida? Yeah. It was going to go to the courts in Florida. Yeah. Um, but then they, the, the Supreme they, Court step in yeah. and rule in favor of yeah. Bush, um, which was a big one. Everything could have been so different. It could have been, it could have <laughs> been, which is like, and so that's, that's a, that's an interesting one too. Cause like in Australia, the high court yeah. has the power mm. um, in elections to meet as the court of disputed returns. So they actually change from the high court into the court of disputed returns <laughs> um, where they sit and decide on whether there needs to be a recount, whether the count was legal and okay. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. we actually have, like, have they that. have that power to yeah. do that here yeah. in Australia, which I think which is Which is good. much more clear cut here, right? As, well, it's, it, uh, the reason it's more clear cut here is because of our system of voting. Yeah. Um, which is which better. Is, and we, yeah. So compul- compulsory, <laughs> compulsory voting, voting plus yeah. the fact that we all vote the same way because yeah. in, the, in the United States – uh, it can differ from state to state, county to county, what type of voting you do, whether it's on paper, whether it's on computer, whether it's a mixture of both where you fill in the little dots, like a multiple yeah. choice thing. Okay. It's Just it's a, a mess. Logistical nightmare. Yeah. Cool. So Bush v. Gore. And then, uh, of course, in 2015, there was um, Obergefell versus Hodges, which was the same-sex marriage decision. Right. Um, which yep. gave people the right to marry anyone in the United States. Yeah. Um, so big Big kind big of decisions, decisions yeah. that are made by yeah. the Supreme Court. Okay, um, and of course, it is—it's a political court. Yeah, uh, it really is because mm. I mean they're chosen by the, by president. the president. Yeah, confirmed by a Senate who, yeah. more than likely, I mean, you told us about Ginsburg's um, confirmation, yeah. which was overwhelming. Yeah, sometimes it's not overwhelming. No, sometimes it's. I close. mean, Trump had Trump. Oh, sorry. Obama had someone knocked back. I th- um, oh, Trump, really? Trump had a couple that were close to being knocked back. The, uh, Anthony and, and to the Supreme Court. Anthony Scalia, Scalia. Oh, he, so Scalia and Ginsburg were really good friends. Yeah, like, so Scalia yeah. was close to not being confirmed because right. there was like lots of questions about him. I thought he'd been on the bench um, for longer than Ginsburg, uh, so he wouldn't. Was he? Was it? Oh no, Scalia died. Sorry, Scalia okay, died, Scal- and then the yeah. replacement of Scalia. Who was the replacement for Scalia? Um, James, I can't remember his name now. This is a problem when you do so much do, research, do, so you've got to hold this information do, in your head, do, do, you know. Um, got it. Uh, so he's succeeded by Neil Garouche. Never heard of him, but there you go. Right. Um, but, uh, oh, no, is that right? Was that David 
David Zenville. No, I don't know. That's okay. Uh, we'll I can't read. I can't read that. Okay, that's right. There's too much information. I'm sorry, Americans. <laughs> we have a big following over there, didn't you know? Oh, the, the whole one person that I've seen listening over there. Shout out to you. Yeah, whoever you <laughs> Hit are. us up on Twitter. Um, yeah, so I mean, like, uh, this, again, this stuff fascinates me. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, so, like, I asked my friend who is a lawyer, like, what the high court um, cause it blew my mind that mm. you had it, the position until you chose to retire or you died. Yeah. Um, and here in Australia, it's at the age of 70, you have to yeah, retire. Yeah, you have to retire. Yeah, um, that's right. Which yeah. to me just makes so much sense. It like, does. I mean, I love Ruth. Uh, she was amazing and, and I'm not sort of implying that she wasn't of sound mind until sure. the end, but many people are not. No, that's um, right. So that kind of terrifies me yeah. that, that somebody can still yeah. be a chief, ju- well, a justice of a the justice, Supreme yeah. Court and yeah. 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 Which of course, marbles. if you if you haven't already seen The West Wing, <laughs> do yourself a favor. Yes. Um, but there's an episode of The West Wing called The Supremes where yeah. um, the current Supreme Court, um, some the you know pressure to retire mm, and like yeah you know like um, yeah there and would it's be a it's, lot it's an interesting that it taught like it, it goes the, into that a lot like so, yeah the, the the moral sort of judgment they have to make yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 it's um tricky so um currently there are three justices that are retired from the Supreme court ever that are alive. Oh, that, yeah. Okay. Currently yeah. alive. Currently. Still, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know how many have, have retired. retired. Yeah. 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 But, um, so we'll see in the coming weeks and months, months what yeah. happens. Um, yeah. he has to do it before November three, which is the date of the election. They have to, so oh, if really? they want to, if they want to do it, um, like with mandate with a, an election mandate, they need to do it before November 3rd. Okay. Post November 3rd, they become what's known as the lame duck administration, right? Which is the period of time between um, an outgoing and an incoming. An outgoing and an incoming. Yeah. So that's only if Trump loses, obviously. Um, but also it's the same for the, the Senate. So yeah. depending on who wins seats in the Senate, um, the Senate is confirmed early in January. I think it's like the 3rd of January or something like that. Okay. So the Senate comes in before the president. The president is inaugurated on the 10th of January. Okay. So um, if, if Trump loses yeah. and the Senate it goes to the Democrats. Yeah. They still have a window of time where they could push something through. Okay. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Um, but before they leave, like as a sure. final stuff, like you kind, yeah, of, yeah. kind of deal. So we'll see that, that like it's a, it's a long way until Watch January 10th. Yeah. It's a long way until November 3rd still really. Yeah, it is. Um, so we'll see, see who, who does what Mitch yeah. McConnell is um, the leader of the Senate and he is, uh, he's gung ho about, getting a confirmation through. So before the election. election. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm following it very closely. Watch this space. So um, we might even talk about it later on. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. We can, we can do a follow up. Um, But um, I hope, I hope you, have you learned something? I learned heaps. Yeah. So much today. (laughs) Excellent. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's that's how how it came came to this. As always, you can catch us by email. How did it come to this podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Facebook at HDICTT podcast. Uh, if you like the show, remember to leave us a review if you can. How did it come to this is written by Daniel Matters and Siobhan Doherty. Our producer is James Tuckwell, edited by Daniel Matters and original music by Lachlan McWhorter. 
Uh, hey guys, so we're back. Um, <laughs> I, I can't believe I forgot to mention. Yes, I, oh, I can't believe our fact checker, trusty fact checker James. He just came at us. us. Yeah, he came at us with um, the fact that Obama tried to get so a, a justice died. Well, it was Scalia. Scalia died. Yeah. In 2015, at the end mm-hmm. of 2015, um, and so Obama was all poised to make an appointment. Yes. Uh, and um, Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Said no. Um, because it was an election year. And his argument was, well, it's an election year, so we should let the the newly elected president decide. But that was in like January and the election's not until November. And so, um, you know, they were were all like, that's not, that's not fair. Like Mm. we, we actually like, you know, I'm still elected, I'm an elected president. I should be able to do this. But they just kept saying, no, we won't, we won't hold a hearing. We won't let you do it. Yeah. Don't even bother trying. It just kept coming again and again and again. And their argument was always, you know, let the new president decide because they were really hopeful that, um, that would get a Republican in, which they did. Which they did. Which means Trump was able, um, yeah, so yeah, Scalia's seat remained vacant for nearly a year until Trump won. Um, and then he nominated Neil Gorush. Um, so Trump has been able to put two people on the Supreme Court, well, possibly yeah. three yeah. now, yeah. which is scary. Devastating. Um, yeah, so, uh, but yeah, so now like everyone is coming back at the Republicans with, well, you did it last time. Yeah. And in fact, Senator Lindsey Graham, mm. um, who has said a few times in public, hold my words against me. Mm. If this happens in the last year of a Trump presidency, um, and it's after the primaries have started, I will not vote for whoever um, for a, a, an appointment. Yeah. Um, since then, um, he's changed his- in the last couple of days, no. he's come out and said, no, actually, I'm not going to do that. I'll, I'll vote. Oh. I'll vote to confirm someone. And it's like, are you serious? And he, no one stand for anything anymore. He is also the head of the Judicial Review Committee in the Senate. So he's the one who decides whether or not they should hold a hearing okay. even. And so there you go. <laughs> he said that he wouldn't do it and now he's no. doing it. So make of that what you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. God bless America. God bless America. Bye. Bye.